Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast. I'm our Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Baby face Joel Solomon is producing this disaster of a podcast. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss on what our friend Jason Shrift, our mutual friend, Shek, Jason Shrift is calling Sally's Comet. I like it. Uh, let me explain. We got all four major sports in the in the pro leagues going on, plus uh, NCAA football, plus what else do we have? Uh, major League Soccer. There's a, a, a playoff game, but that's pretty good. I guess this doesn't happen a lot. Sally's they play, I, I think they play high lie year round down there in um, right. like Fort Lauderdale, South Beach kind of area, too. So you could count we, that. Well, listen, the point is, Martin, we need to put together a parlay with all all these events. Right. How do we let it go by? I just can't believe that Dave didn't complain about the fact that there's all this sports on on one day. Like, how <laughs> I, how you know, how am I supposed to watch all of this? I can't I can't I, I have kids. You know, I, I just I just knew that <laughs> was coming. I was a little surprised. Shaq, you got that. I don't know DGR what any of that means. Yes, yes, I, I, I am, uh, I'm well known for <laughs> resenting a lot of sports on my TV. Come on, guys, what? don't ruin, okay. don't anyway. ruin Sally's comment. Don't ruin it. Hey, also we have our contest, extrapoints.com/slash/arcade. Martin now in second place, and the staff Not overall. For long. Kevin Hench, Kevin Hench jumped to the top. My goodness, what a what a crazy rise, a meteoric rise. Speaking of uh, Sally's comment. But uh, yeah, extrapoints.com slash arcade. You got the pick'em contest for a hundred bucks. You got the prop quiz for a gold cap. Join right now. We're gonna have our NIL guest coming up, Cornell Beach, in the first of the season. What a story this guy is. Reigning Division Three wrestling champ, current Division Three all-purpose yards leader in football for Mount St. Joseph's, and he's got a uh, quite a story um, behind him too. We're gonna hear about that. I do want to talk. You wrestle in college, Sal. Me no. Yeah, no, would you be? You were at a level where you could have conceivably. Right? I did were wrestle like state ranked or whatever. No, please, nothing. You like weren't that. not even close. But I would. I wrestled <laughs> oh, probably I more. Were. Sincerely, I, I thought you were. No, no, no. That's just to call the parlay kid. And now those guys were uh, ranked. But no, I, I probably wrestled more in college than I did high school. But it was like drunks at two in the morning who uh, got loud <laughs> in the dorms, and I, there was no referee present or anything like that. Uh Martin, NBA, are we happy with our preseason pick so far? We had a full slate yesterday, although our MVP didn't play yesterday, right? The Bucs still have not uh, suited up, right? They have not, and maybe this is part of the reason why. There's only one pick that I saw, and I was like, damn, I maybe should have changed this one. But Jason Tatum for MVP, because, again, it's a narrative thing. If if the Celtics are good this year, and Tatum, I mean, he looked good uh, in game one, obviously 81 more to go, but he looked a lot stronger than he did in the finals. And if the Celtics are good with like if they're a top, you know, four seed, three seed with all the Ime Udoka stuff, the narrative for Tatum is going to be right there for the taking. I don't know how I missed it. Uh, well, but. you could still do it. You didn't really miss it. You could still get it at a that pretty nice price, nine nine to one. I don't think it moved uh, that much. Lucas plus three eighty. That went down a tick. Our guy uh, Giannis six to one. 
Sheck, if you watch this, Paolo Bancaro, that's the one. That's the rookie of the year right there, plus 130. Lit it up. Had, did something that no one since LeBron James in 2003 did. 25 points. He actually had 27 in his first game. First rookie to have 25, 5, and 5 in his debut since LeBron. Pretty cool. You know, it's funny. I No, I did not watch him, to answer your question, in an NBA getup, but I did watch him last spring and uh, earlier than that, toiling as a student athlete. And, you know, certain guys present. LeBron James didn't play in college, obviously, but you could see he was built like a man at the age of mm-hmm. 17. So, too, is Paolo Bancaro. Some guys don't develop a perimeter game because they're so dominant in the low block, and then yeah. when they get to the NBA, they get exposed. Not the case here. That's why I've been on Bank Air. I said, remember during the tournament or, you know, late in the ACC season, I said, that's the guy. That's the guy who you want on your NBA team come draft. And Pretty smooth. Pretty yeah. nice, easy, early transition. It's early for sure. Uh, but I don't know. Does this mean I think you had your, Skip Bayless? Is, I think you had your first is this and second go off uh, on runner Paolo? up for – no, 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 I'm not going to go off. I think that you had your first and second uh, rookie of the year in that matchup right there, Jaden Ivey. So I think it'll be between oh, Paolo and Jaden Ivey for rookie of the year. I, yeah. They are the uh, they are at the top, but they're uh, odds-wise, plus 130 and 4-1. to one. My guy, Zion. Now, I could have left him. I could have said, you piece of crap. You went out there. You didn't even go out there. You were 75 pounds overweight. I bet you to win most improved player, and uh, you never even suited up. It's almost impossible to win that award when you don't step on the court martin mm-hmm. but now 25 points <laughs> nine rebounds three assists four steals against the nets it was 18 to one now 16 to one and fun as hell to watch really really is i mean that's a that's a guy you want to root for when you see him play and uh, he's had his injuries and uh, his problems but uh i'm happy with that bet at 16 to one talk me out of it martin I'm, i won't you won't do it you're right, I won't. In fact, my dad texted me <laughs> last night and said, do you think the Pelicans make the playoffs? I'd like to bet on it. And I said, I think it's a lock. I think I, I that mm. team is good. That team is good. Like, and, I mean, I don't know how the rest of the West will stack out, but just on a night-in, night-out basis, that's going to be a hard team to beat. They are minus 400 to make the playoffs, which is crazy that it's that high. And which means- I agree with you. And by the way, the reason he can't be your MVP is because of the presence of the Slim Reaper, who will take up on an almost nightly basis uh, a, a big chunk of the point total that they put up there. So right. um, that injures his chances of, of getting that award. But, yeah, I agree, man. That That's a fun team. Jump on board right now. Minus 400, Martin, means they're very confident they'll be outside of that 7 to 10 range there right uh, minus yeah. four you don't put yeah. anyone at minus 400 if you think they're going to be in the play-in series there no absolutely not yeah. and i i think that this team will compete for a home like it's crazy as it's going to sound home court advantage in the way like they're yeah. a really good team with cj and bi those are two guys you know can fill it up and then they have like the perfect role players with alvarado and herb jones and then like you just zion i mean he looked like he lost the way he needed to We'll see how it goes. Yep. Like, but I, I love that team. Like, really great right. for coach of the year, maybe. Lots of fun. NBA, as you pointed out, Martin. It's too many. We just don't have enough televisions in the world to uh to cover all that's going on here. Uh Major League Baseball, Yankees, Astros, game two. Let's quickly give a pick. I think this is a good setup for well, it was a good setup for Houston yesterday. Their Yankees bullpen was spent. They had to start their least effective starter. Um, you know, Yanks were celebrating Tuesday night, then had to board a plane. 
I don't know. You look at Garrett Cole may still be in the locker room, like looking around in space, uh, trying to find <laughs> someone to pour the Cavassier. But uh, they got Severino lost twice to Houston. He gave up five runs in a dozen innings. Not terrible. He struck out 11 in those two. And then you got Valdez, seven, seven, eight in five starts last year in the postseason. I like the Yankees, six to two. Uh, Sheck, what do you like? Spaghetti, you get your blowout, I think, sort of. Six to two Yanks today. Sheck? Yeah, I'm with you on the Yanks. I It got to a funny place for them, I think, strategically for the course of the series. You almost, on some level, if you're Aaron Boone, um, maybe you would like it to be 8 nothing Astros after one inning just so you could be like, out oh, of hell with game one. We never had a shot. You know, we're still hungover, like you say, and everything else, and on to game two. Um, the fact that it was close, maybe, as you say, an overworked bullpen, Probably yeah. got some work that it didn't need to have now, but I, but I am you think you nothing game one. They wouldn't have used the bullpen. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think I, I, I think they would like to have won the game, but you get what I'm saying that it's, that, that it's on some level. It's like, man, one, one, huh? Yeah. This deep into the game. eh? all right. I guess we got to try and win it now. All right. Clean sweep, Martin. What do you like? Yeah, I'm taking the Yankees, but I'm putting my money on the first five Yankees for the first five innings. All right, the they jump out early. Game, but, yeah, I think they jump out early. Yeah, they have to hit Valdez for this uh, series to uh, go out, go long at least. All right, let's do it though. What are we waiting for? Thursday night. I avoided it as much as we can because these Thursday night games have been terrible. Sheck, you point out that they're not much different than uh, any of the other games we've been watching. But um, Arizona now two and a half at home. It was one and a half. Now ticked up to two and a half. Forty three and a half is he over? under uh any news on andy dalton it's looking like it's leaning towards andy dalton have you guys seen anything else it's it's uh, 10 in the morning on the west coast has anyone seen anything they, they say game as time decision a, but then they usually call it four hours before or yeah, so as of 10 as of 10 pacific time on thursday we are still unsure yeah. who will be playing quarterback for the new orleans saints interesting all right well here's something interesting um the cardinals have an eight game home losing streak in the NFL. <laughs> and I, it might've kicked off. They were awful last year on a Thursday night. I remember I had them over the Packers and they were terrible. They were laying six. The Packers had a bunch of injuries. Um, look, going oh, into yeah. the year, I love new Orleans and I was way down on Arizona. And the early indication is that I'm, I'm one for two in those uh, assessments. I'm calling this a loser leaves town match tonight. Two and five is no bueno. Sheck. Who's winning this game. The Cardinals are going to win it. Um, as much as anything because of the absences on the new Orleans side of things. This is, I don't for NFL teams. This is get right week for gamblers. This is dig your heels in week. Mm. Either way, I'm digging my heels in. Eddie spaghetti is on the record. He's his preseason pick the Arizona Cardinals to go to the Super Bowl. He says he's officially off of it. If they lose, and that would be a good play by him to get <laughs> off of that one. Uh, likewise, I'm all in. I got I got intimidated by Hench and Spaghetti about you got to give up on the Chargers now, given all their injuries. I got spooked. I apologize to Brandon Staley and to the entire Chargers organization. I'm back in. You're still my team out of the AFC West, maybe the AFC overall. I just wanted to get okay. that in while I'm making it's proclamations great. about the thing. Cardinals, though, tonight. <laughs> Cardinals oh, Cardinals, and Chargers win tonight, according to Sheck. Martin, <laughs> uh, here's something's weird. Um, Andy Dalton, if he does start, 
This will be four years he started against the Cardinals, four consecutive years with the Bengals, Cowboys, Bears, and tonight if, if he starts wow. with the Saints. that You love stuff like that, Check. Oh, that's um, wild. That wild. I don't think he's done well. He's very bad in prime time. I think say, he's over. Yeah. I think he's over uh, for his last five in prime time. So you have two crazy trends button up against each other. The eight game home losing streak for Cardinals, <laughs> the the fact that Andy Dalton can't win a night game. Which way are you going? Well, then on top of that, if Jameis were to go, he uh, hasn't covered in five of his last six. So, you know, that, that it's all ugly. Right. But I'm going to go with what I think is probably the most toxic duo in, in, in football right now. Uh, Cliff and Kyler, they're not covering the spread. They're going to lose this. They don't win at home. They don't cover at home. The Saints are going to mm. win. And quite honestly, the, the, the Saints partly are going to win this game because they don't have a solid answer at quarterback. They've been running the ball. They've been controlling the clock. And Cliff Kingsbury is trying to, like, they've been outscored the Cardinals 41-3 to in the first quarter. So my bet is definitely yeah. Saints to win the first quarter. And then second, uh, Saints, to win the, uh, Saints to win the first half. But I think the Cardinals are going to lose this game outright, and Cliff Kingsbury might be uh, looking for a new home after this. Like, I wouldn't I'm be with surprised you. if he gets fired after this game. Oh, a new home, actually. Well, that'd be bad news for Harry, if you mean specifically the home. he's uh, Harry checks his trash like once a, a week because they live uh, close <laughs> by somehow. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, uh, I have Hopkins in like two of my lineups, so I know he's he's definitely going to go three for 31 with no touchdowns, uh, something like that. Uh, but even with Thomas, Landry, Lattimore out last week, the Saints fought hard against the Bengals. They could have won the game. It was a toss-up going into the fourth quarter. I don't mind their offense. Uh, I think Kyler throws a pick. He's thrown one in three straight games. But listen, we should probably just go with the under. I mean, the last two Thursday night football games saw a combined 40 points. Disgraceful. 17-12, the Saints beat the Cardinals. That's my pick. I I think that's the most interesting thought of all there. And, you know, I keep saying, you know, anecdotally, you just watch the games. You can see that the teams aren't scoring as much as we're used to seeing in pro Mm -hmm. football the last five, ten years. And now go go ahead and look at uh, at the book. It's crazy in the the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two NFL Week Seven. Exactly one game has a combined total over fifty points. Fifty one points is, is out there to be had in one NFL game. How wild wow. is that? It's all low forties, high thirties. Embarrassing. Wow. Well, I'll say this, and we're going to get into it. This is um, we talked about how this is the week to go apple picking with the kids. There, Bills are off, Eagles are off, Rams are off, and Vikings are off, which means the slate is not going to be pretty. And we're going to go over that slate in a minute. First, whatever you bet these games, bad or not, do it on Caesars. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino, it's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know 
when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingNDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Visit C-O-N-N-E-X-Ontario.ca or call 1-866-531-2600 or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's take a real quick break, and then we're going to talk to our latest NIL superstar, Cornell Beecham. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, let's bring in our guest. You know, when seeking out NIL athletes, we figured it makes more sense to get one that excels at two different sports. The reigning Division Three wrestling champ and current Division Three all-purpose yards leader in football. I think he's nationally ranked pickleball player, too. I'll have to check that. From Mount St. <laughs> Joseph's University, Cornell Beecham Jr. Say, hey, what's happening, Cornell? What's up? How you doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. Let me tell you, we reached out to Mount St. Joseph's when we heard your story. Uh, everyone loves you there. Babyface Joel Solomon spoke with them. They they say you're the best. I think if you keep this up, you might they might get a statue of you right there on campus. Would you like something like that? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm expecting it. I need one. <laughs> you need a statue. <laughs> well, what does the statue look like, though? That's the first consideration. Oh, yeah, you're football right. mode or you're wrestling is like half of you football and the other half <laughs> wrestling. How does that go? Um, maybe I'll just throw a singlet on with a helmet and a football. Okay. Or something like that. <laughs> I like that. He's got a singlet and he's hurdling a, a, a linebacker. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, when I first heard your story and I read what you went through in the first few months of leading up to you winning the, your wrestling title. For those of you, you know, tell us about what an emotional run that was for you and all the uh, adversity you had to overcome. I think it was, it was really emotional, but I think it, it's just a humbling experience. But first I had my daughter back in uh, uh, May of 2021 and then my uh, dad passed away January 5th, of, uh, 2022 while I was at a wrestling match. I had seen him that morning and had, uh, Went to a wrestling tournament. It was national duels, team duels. The team didn't do so hot, but it was 
it was I was glad I was there and not home because it helped keep my mind like steady, and then just keep on. I kept on wrestling and uh, eventually won a national title. And there's there's footage of you lifting your nine month old at the time daughter Braylon right over your head. Yes, sir. I grabbed her uh, from beside the stage and lifted her above my head, and the, the crowd just started cheering loud. That's great. And we didn't even talk about the ACL injury, right? For football. Yes, sir. I, <laughs> I tore my ACL and MCL in February of uh, 2021. So mm-hmm. it'll be going on two years now. But I had to miss the whole football season last year. And uh, when it was COVID, we had a COVID season also. I had to miss that season. Then I missed the first part of wrestling and then got back into wrestling probably mid-season. Mm-hmm. And have you gotten COVID too? I mean, it might as well just add to it all of it. <laughs> No, no, I think I got it from uh, when I got the vaccine. I think that's how I got it. Okay. All right. See, even more to add to the story, Shaq. Uh, Six and oh, ranked 24th in the country. And you're leading in all purpose yards. Very exciting stuff, huh? Yes, sir. It's real exciting. Just trying to keep it up. Yeah. If you guys uh, win the division three championship in football this year, are you going to hold your daughter up again? Like, uh, is that is, are you gonna recreate that moment? Because you know that's the oh, thing yeah. now. You know, Riley Curry <laughs> at, at the press conference. I mean, I think you could should continue every championship that you have to bring your daughter with. You. I'm gonna hold my son up. I just had a son like two days ago. So. Oh, wow. oh wow! Congratulations! Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, By sir. the way, now I, the the statue is taking shape. Now, literally, now you hold both your kids over your head with the singlet, singlet, and the helmet, and uh, everything, knee pads, and everything. <laughs> I think this yes, is sir. really uh yeah, I'll put in a I'll put in a request for all this stuff. Shaq, I don't know if you're gonna like this about Cornell, um, the number he chose to wear in football. You wanna I'm tell uh, sure. wanna break the news to him, Cornell? Yeah. Number zero. <laughs> oh, I like that quite a bit. In fact, <laughs> I have a lot you know, those aesthetic considerations are obviously high on my list of of what I think of. So, like Cornell Beecham Jr. is a great name, period. Mm-hmm. Um if you went into, I can't believe I've never asked this of, of Sal, who is a, a, a wrestler of some uh, repute in, in his <laughs> heyday, too. Yeah. But Cornell, what would be, if you became a professional wrestler, what would be your identity? Would you, would you be Ooh. like corncob? Like, is, I don't know if that works. <laughs> and Sal, same question for you. I've never hmm. asked either one of you guys this. This is the first time I've ever had, spoken to Cornell. But what would your ID be there? Maybe it would be like corn on a cob or something. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you you know, butter up you your guy. You, right. Yeah. Oh, maybe I you like- slather yourself in butter, butter <laughs> and then your foe tries to grab you and you're too slippery. And that could be your whole thing. I like this. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Or he's got the cob down his pants and just uh, when the ref's not looking, uh, right, <laughs> right to the noggin or something. Yeah. I was wondering um, what he was going to do with that, Sal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, so listen, so what are you going to do if you become a division uh, a wrestling champion? And I don't know how you have all t- time for this, but are you going to add another sport or are you going to have to choose between the two? Have you thought about NFL or where do you go with the wrestling? Is UFC maybe? Uh, well, wrestling, I, I've thought of the UFC uh, starting mm-hmm. a fight, but hopefully I get a chance at the NFL. I'm hoping to get a tryout. So, Have scouts been uh, bugging you already about this? Not yet, but I'm sure they'll come. Yeah, so. that's the attitude, Martin. What sure position gonna show do you up? think you would? Uh, what position you think you translate to best in uh, in, the, in in the NFL? 
Uh, I think, honestly, running back, but uh, I'm a dangerous punt returner, kick returner, so mm. more like an athlete role. Okay. And then what weight would you want to fight at if you were fighting in UFC? I would fight at 170. Yeah. See, he's got it all thought up. He knew okay. right away, Martin. He knew his answer. My man's got Two- plans. That's all I know. Well, listen, if I had 243 all-purpose yards averaging a game in college, I'd, I'd start making plans too. Um, break Eddie Spaghetti's heart. Tell him right now. You, know, you won't go to Notre Dame under any circumstances, right? No, I can't, I can't be there. You can't be there? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Who do, what Division I, I, One team do you root for? Um, my uh, friend Mayan Williams go to Ohio State. Okay. And oh, Ron Cage. <laughs> Martin does like that. Michigan born. Nice. I mean, I know that Mount St. Joseph's in Ohio, so I was gonna let him pass, seeing as you know, trying to you know be friendly and all. But you know, it's just a mistake below Michigan. What can I? Say? I'm a Michigan grad, and yeah. spent a lot of time in Michigan. And it's, I feel yeah. like it is a little bit of a one sided rivalry, though. Like Michigan, yeah, they ain't, they ain't better than Ohio State. Yeah, you know you they say know thyself. It does seem like you do understand for a professional football career that that there is in in this window of time that there is a role for that as a kick returner, as a you know Swiss Army knife type of guy. Like, uh, mm-hmm. are you are you aware of guys like Calvin Austin and guys like that that have made it to the NFL a little undersized, but they use their wheels and otherwise and carve out a role in special teams and beyond? Yes, yeah, sir. That's the plan. Uh... Austin Eckler for the Chargers running back. Right. He he uh came from a smaller school, so mm-hmm. smaller D one school though. But he's a workhorse. Well, I think you're gonna do just fine and we're gonna have to work on this statue a little bit. We're gonna we'll we'll um send renditions your way. But I think we had a lot of good ideas. Nice start. Um, if nothing else for that. Uh here's what I wanna do, uh, being our first NIL athlete, we're gonna send you some money. All right. And we need you to use it to gamble on the Steelers plus seven. This No, no, you do whatever you want. <laughs> you do whatever you want with it. You know what? Get a get a nice Halloween costume for your your son. And the son might be a little too young. Right. Does your daughter have any yeah. plans for Halloween? Does she have a costume? No, not right now. He only three days. Of <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But you got the daughter. Yeah, that's the true. daughter. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe they all go as uh, Cornell Beecham statues or something. I don't know. They need to just put them in a singlet and football helmet. (laughs) There you go. All right, Cornell, we're going to check back in with you during wrestling season. Good luck to you. Uh, Stay healthy. And uh, we're very proud of of what you've accomplished so far. Yes, sir. Thank you. I really appreciate you for having me on. You got it. There he is. Cornell Beecham. All right. The corn cob. (laughs) <laughs> gonna buddy you up all right what a nice young fella there uh martin it's nice to root for somebody you don't know of, right we, we have the same names we're thrown in front of us all the time now there's a new one yeah i know i was uh trying to come up with like a beach type of pun but i couldn't dave was oh beach him with this with his uh corn cobs with the and corn. butter and salt i just yeah so abstract I was trying to come up with something with the beach, but I feel like life is a beach would be better than like corn on the cob. But I, I don't. I, life is but, a beach. Ultimately, so that would be his name. <laughs> it's so much better than corn on the cob. Yeah, but no, he's, he's, well, he's the, a nice guy. The, the lifeguard, the lifeguard, the death guard. I don't know what would he do. Oh, if it was a guard, the lifeguard would be a good uh, beach mm. uh, thing. Mm. Yeah, he's a, he's undersized though. But yeah, no, it's good. We'll be rooting for uh, him for sure. Boy, if I had to go through all that stuff, parents, you know, like a, a 20, that, that'd be it. I'd be done with college and you know, I'd be working on the, the 
the closest assembly line. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but uh, good for him for coming. So what you so Sal, yeah, a, a nice fella, easy to root for. We're not front runners. We're rooting for the underdog here right. on the cob. Mm-hmm. Um, but Sal, what's your, you didn't answer your professional oh, wrestler. Well, name. I had thought about this. Are you a good guy or a bad? You got to be a bad guy. Oh, I'd be a heel. Be a good guy. Listen, yeah. I wore a kilt to Madison square garden in support of Rowdy Roddy Piper when he, right. um, when he said derogatory things about Bruno San Martino's uh, heritage, which happens to be my heritage, and I loved it. I don't know. I was I was a screwed up kid. So yeah, and I had uh, sections of people rooting against me, and it was no feeling like it. Um, and then when I wrestled myself, I actually wrestled Santino Moro. I was a baby face, but anyway, yeah, I'd be a heel. I think my gas would have to figure in the gas man. Yes. Uh, yes. Fl- you know, uh, I think something, you know what I think really now that mm-hmm. I'm because uh, you mentioned uh, your guy, uh, Piper, yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper, the killed and everything else. I think it's got to be something that uh, pays homage to him. Right. So maybe like you're the flute. Right? Oh, OK. He's the yeah. The flute. I don't know. I'm, uh, you know, we did a thing on this with uh, on the man show where we went through all Jimmy and Adam went to wrestling school, you know, and it's like I'm not familiar with those names three but. hours away. And uh, Jimmy actually got hurt. He got suplexed and he got hurt. But they went through all different like um, <laughs> they went through all different like uh, variations of names. And uh, the calligrapher is the one that um, stood out to me. <laughs> right. I just right. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, but listen, last thing about uh, about Corn Cobb. Imagine Jake the Snake used to humiliate. He would he would erase his foe and then he would take their dignity by putting a snake on them. Imagine <laughs> if after he beats his guy, he starts butting them up that would be a terrible thing to have happen to you while you're unconscious on the ground what if two what if, what if after two it was laying there with the with the fencing hands if somebody put butter on him on top of it It would be interesting terrible. yeah It'd probably be illegal too well but then yeah. we're talking wrestling right now you're mixing it with football i'm what? just thinking i'm expanding beyond that he's a, he's a wrestler and a football player please keep up sal okay oh how, uh, man. how are they <laughs> yeah, that's there's uh there's nothing. Yeah, you have to start 15 yards from your foe. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that is a funny thought. Doesn't what translate. Wrestling officials start to adopt the 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 vibe. Like, <laughs> hey, you, you you can't do that to him. Like, come on, right. you, that's that's too come on, man. rough. All right, rough uh, listen, we uh we wish him a lot of luck. We're gonna have him back. I want to take a quick break, and then we have we have games to go over, guys. I mentioned that a lot of good teams are off, and it left us with crap, but um. Some intriguing matchups. We can always find something, right? We will when we return. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, let's start it up. Uh, we already went over New Orleans, Arizona. We're split on that game. Giants at Jaguars. Jags minus three and 42. I don't want to do this much this year. I promised I wouldn't. But when I see a fishy line, I'm going to go the other way. And this is one of the few times this year I'm going to do it. In the beginning of the week, I guessed that the Giants, the five and one Giants, would be a two and a half point favorite over the two and four Jaguars. Not the case. Caesars. All of Vegas has installed Jacksonville as a three-point favorite. That hasn't moved. The over-under is 42. I guess this indicates, check that these teams are even, and then the Jaguars get the obligatory three-point home advantage. How can we say they're even? Talk me in or out of one one side. I can't. I see exactly what you're seeing with this one. I'm on the Jags because of exactly what what you're talking about. What sense does this line make? Mm-hmm. Um, given the way the Jags have looked over the last three weeks and what the Giants have looked like over the course of um, the regular season. It makes no sense. Ergo, I'm going with Duval County. I'm jumping into that swimming pool in the stadium. Give me the turquoise team. Crazy. But none of us have a good reason for it, Martin. No, no of course. What, what do you I mean, think, Martin? I, I don't. I feel like I was the only person in America who didn't feel like this was a fishy line. Like, I feel like the Jaguars' really? records notwithstanding are a better team than the Giants. Like, the Giants have huh. been getting it by by spitting glue, and I understand they have four wins, and I'm not trying to downplay it, but like... Five. Five wins. Sorry, you don't sorry, understand. Sorry. They have five. <laughs> well, no, so, <laughs> but I understand that they've, uh, they, you know, they've been successful, but when we look at the results, like, like they're... Coming back like fourth quarter, uh, double digit comebacks multiple times. Like they're down seventeen to three. Like I and again, like this roster was horrible, and now all of a sudden I'm supposed to believe this roster is great. Versus like the Jacksonville team, which either Urban Meyer was the worst coach of all time, and they just got better. Or I don't. However you figure it, that team has more talent. I feel like than the, than the Giants do, and the Giants have been getting by by running the ball in a league where. Nobody wants to run mm-hmm. the ball. But if the Jaguars have their front seven, and Eddie's in the chat saying the same thing, their front seven is really impressive. Like, if the Giants can't run, they can't win. Like, Daniel Jones hasn't been depended upon to do much of anything this season. It's to make one or two or three big throws, but, like, to throw them out from a, a deficit? Like, not for real. But well, I, I think yeah, – I, I like the Jaguars to win and cover. But I don't well, think the that Giants- it's, like, a crazy thing. To what your your point, the Giants are 31st in passing and 4th in rushing. But I will say Daniel Jones has something to do with that 4th in rushing. You know, it's mostly Saquon. Sure. But That's I, right. I, I looked at what Matt Ryan dropped back 58 times, wasn't sacked once. Um, but I guess if you're going against a team that's 31st in passing, it's, it, it's not as important. Maybe the Jags come out strong like they did versus the Chargers. Um, it's the it's the fishy and phony and full of crap line of the week is why I'm ultimately taking the Jack Jaguars. But here are some things I could back it up. But Lawrence was ninety percent last week. He threw for ninety. I was just going to say. I think that's it, yeah. for for whatever reason. I think we think about Saquon and Dimes versus mm-hmm. that front seven, and it's a particular kind of dominant, potentially dominant front seven. It's all based on speed, which you would think would take away Dimes' ability to run away from it and maybe slow Saquon down. But that's exactly right. What about Trevor Lawrence? He's been playing well, kind of yeah. under the radar a little bit of late. And they held the Colts to forty-five yards rushing. So there's that. I don't, I'm, I'm really just picking. I, I do think the Giants are better, but this is a trap situation. They are two and five, though, the Giants in their last mm-hmm. seven against the spread in the last seven road games. I'm going Jags 24-16. Uh, spaghetti, 
You feel confident in this game? Um, I'm not sure if I'm confident. This is a game that people are calling a trap game, which I guess I don't, I don't know if you're even allowed to do that with the Giants because they are kind of, uh, right. you know, they are a five win team, but like they're trap proof. You're saying how, how Martin is saying Martin is saying he doesn't, you know, they don't deserve to win. A lot of people feel that way. Um, but like I, I did put in the chat, the Jags are great versus the run. The Giants need to run the ball to win. The Giants can run the, uh, the Jaguars can run the football. The Giants aren't great at stopping that, but that also limits what Trevor Lawrence could do. Um, I think every Giants game has been a one score game and you're giving the Giants three free points here. It's not like the Jacksonville crowd is really going to get under the, you know, the Giants are used mm. to raucous environments. I think they're going to be okay in that regard. I, I still, I'm going to pick the Giants to win for our EP picks. Um, I just, you know, they beat Lamar Jackson. They beat Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I just don't think he's going to be able to, to do enough. And Daniel Jones is playing very good football. He's playing smart football, not turning the ball over. He's efficient as anything. And uh, I think as time goes on, they are getting some pieces back. And, uh, you know, now the emergence of Wondell Robbins in the second round pick, it helps him a ton. So um, mm-hmm. the defense is pretty healthy. I, I, I don't think the Giants, they're, they're not a fluke. Dayball's putting them in positions to win. I think this Jaguars team is not that great. I don't think well, Lynch, Lynch, I mean, you know how much I want to, you know how much I like to crap on the, uh, everybody's team. Who's um, on my friends and are on this podcast. And I, I don't think the giants are a fluke. I don't, I, I, if you just go by what it feels like, they feel like a four and two team. Jaguars feel like a two and four, three and three team, which is why the line surprised me. Shaq. What were you going to say? Yeah. I just think that, you know, as I always try to remind you like uh, some jerk, but um, it, nevertheless, you know, it does matter who's wearing the team's uniforms and Leonard Williams being now alongside a Dexter. I mean, that's that's a formidable, uh, mm-hmm. already a nice front seven, but you throw him back in there, you know, it's going to make it harder for the Jags to run. I'm sticking with the Jags, but, and, and you know, it's interesting because it applies to both New York teams because they feel like a pair at this point, both rising at the right. same time, same sort of yeah. cynicism around them. Both teams now I don't know how much psychologically it actually matters to professional athletes, but is this a trap game for either one? Are they feeling it a little too much in the in the capital of the world? Are they getting too many backpats this week? Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets and the Giants in spots where you would think, oh, they should go in there and beat that team. Those teams that they're playing on the road aren't good, so they should go in there and beat them. Will they, though? Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, you should. Same same kind of situation with the uh, Jets going to Denver. Um Let's leave that for a second. Detroit at Dallas. Here we go, Martin. Cowboys, seven-point favorite. 49 is the over-under. You know, I look at the Lions' last pitiful performance before their bye versus New England where they did not score a point. And I say, well, well, our defense is better than New England's. And we have Dak coming back. Should be able to move the ball. And all that said, I think seven's too much. Hmm. Lions arrested. Yeah, I think it's too much. You know, they're 5-0 and against the spread versus a team with a winning record. 6-0. and under uh, Campbell after a loss of 10 or more. He he doesn't look like a guy who would turn the team around, but um, I think he will. get. I, this is a 23-19 game. Dak's going to struggle a little, and then they grind it out with Zeke and Pollard, which, by the way, the Lions defense, not great against the run, 167 yards a game uh, given up on the ground. I think 10 touchdowns, which is 31st. Just a weird feeling, but I think it'll be close, Martin. 23-19, I'd take the seven. Yeah, I'm taking the seven as well. Uh, I think another reason why I think it'll be close is I'd be surprised. Dallas kind of made a switch, and I feel like they found their strategy in order to be the most successful team they could be in the last three weeks, which is run, 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 and just limit your quarterback. And I think that they should continue to do that. And I think if you look across the league, 
quarterbacks, I mean, teams that have a strong running attack, like the New York Giants, like the New York Jets, are, are have winning records, right? They're they're more successful than some of these other teams that you've seen, just like the Chargers, for example, mm-hmm. just bomb the ball. Um, uh, so I, it's going to be interesting to see now as your forty million dollar quarterback comes back in, are they going to be content winning games with their quarterback passing for less than two hundred yards? Um, if well, that's I, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. If what you're saying is don't abandon the game plan, right? Just because the new quarterback's coming in, the new uh, yeah, I was thinking, but I think the reason why you put Dak in is because those moments when you needed that fourth quarter throw in Philly, that's that's why Dak is there. I like the Lions right. to cover in this game though because of all the things you just said, and plus the the Cowboys are way too penalized. They're, they're going to give the Lions yeah. opportunities to get first downs, to score points. And this Lions offense is, especially after with St. Brown and Swift coming back after buys. Well, yeah, I mean, it, this is hard to say after Belichick just annihilated Dan Campbell, but the Lions may have the coaching matchup here, Shaq. What do you see? I, I, it's funny. See, this is what happens with T. See, you're down on McCarthy still. Can't you feel nice, Al? Look, he, look at what he did with the backup, the bum Cooper Rush. You're still relevant. You, your season could be over right yeah. now with a lesser head coach. You should be celebrating, not taking shots, but either no, way. No, listen, he hasn't had many opportunities. These games are either not close, like he couldn't blow the Rams game. I'm still not happy with not reviewing it as Martin, one of Martin's morons there. Uh you know, it didn't review the, the fourth and one, the third and one. But anyway, but go ahead. All right. So you think this is a blowout? I don't know about blowout. And the key detail, once again, is in Foxborough, there was no DeAndre Swift. There wasn't any mm-hmm. St. Brown. These are these are relevant uh, things here. Still, the Cowboys have perhaps still the best defense and Dak coming back in there. I hear you both about the fact that both teams probably wouldn't mind grinding it out on the ground a little bit. However, Dak back in that mix changes the formula in Big D, and Detroit is an atrocity on defense. But, in fact, a really good offense. You know what this means? I'm going over 49. That's the play in this game. Oh, wow. Interesting. I love it. Well, they, they did that with the, with the Eagles, right? They ended up being like mid-50s points uh, scored there because the Eagles let them back in. Maybe it's a similar oh, yeah. game uh, to that. Oh, it's not going right. to be a similar game. Dak's going to jump on him. I wonder how many drives they give Dak before they say, cut it loose, man, because I mm. I wonder, you know, he's been down for so long. I'm sure he would love to go out there and drive him down the field and throw a touchdown pass to mm-hmm. start things off. But I bet you they they work him in and and Zeke is a battering ram early, but at some point Dak is going to show why he's Dak and Cooper Rush is not. He's going to before the end of the first half. Yeah. I bet you throw a couple of touchdown passes. I mean, it's the perfect game for him, except for the part yeah. where the Lions are coming off the bye. But you're going up against the 31st-ranked Rush defense, so um, you shouldn't be asked to do too much, as uh, Martin said, to win this game. But I still think it's going to be close. Kansas City at San Francisco. Right, this is a good game. Um, and – what should be the end of uh, well, it's never the end of a rough stretch, but the roughest stretch for the Chiefs, who are two and a half point favorite in San Fran. Forty eight and a half is the over under. They do well on the road, Kansas City. Aside from that indie game, they exploded for eighty five points at Arizona and Tampa Bay. Mahomes having a Mahomes type year already. Seventeen touchdowns, four picks. Uh, defense playing decently, and listen, that that's where I would if the Niners were healthy or even semi-healthy, 
That defense is the best in the league, but Bosa with the groin injury and Ward and Hofanga, you know, a concussion injury, uncertain for week seven. I think the 49ers offense continues to struggle. Um, half their games, they've had 14 or fewer points. Andy Reid's team takes it 31-20, which was the score of their Super Bowl, Super Bowl game, Shaq. 31-20, Chiefs win. I, this might seem crazy. It probably does. I'm taking the Niners at home on a You have to here. at I, this point. You have I to. guess I do. I Listen, <laughs> I, you know what? Because I, I suspect he's listening. Jeff Schwartz texting you and not just me. Yeah. He texts you, too, to say Damashek's uh, Chiefs opinions suck. Well, guess what? <laughs> I don't think the Chiefs suck. I don't think that they're a world beater um, either. And... The, you know, I get obviously what you're saying, but about the the, the absences on uh, on San Francisco's uh, strong suit, which is defense, um, I, I I can continue to think that until things really settle with that young defense from KC, I still think that there's some room for San Francisco to get better with Jimmy G under center. There, they're loaded up on offense too. I like this spot for him, and it's kind of SEC logic. The the SEC supporters' logic is, hey, you're going to get got by one of these good teams at some point. You know, listen, we've already seen the Chiefs stumble against the Colts. Uh, The the Niners are a good football team um, with a great coaching staff. They haven't been great to this point. I think they show who they are this week against a good visitor from Kansas City. Martin, break the tie here. Yeah, uh, it really hinges on Trent Williams for me. Like, I don't think he's going to go, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. But if he was going to play, then I think I would go with Kansas. I mean, I would take think the 49ers would be able to win because I think they'd be able to run behind him against this Chiefs defense. Without him in that offensive line, it's going to be leaning too much on Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think this follows the same strategy. Can your team run the ball? How often do they throw it? Like, if they run the ball efficiently, I'd like to back that side. And that's why I love the Niners this season, even though I'm picking them right now to start out three and four. If they can get those guys back on defense, they're going to be a problem in the NFC. But I'm going with the Chiefs. I agree. Hey, the one thing to come out of that Chiefs game, I know they lost to the Bills. Your your boy, Juju Smith-Schuster, is now now a force, right? He's at least is in he? sync with Patrick. Well, I mean, he's at least – you know, some of these guys weren't even a blip, right? Like Valdez Scantling, like, hey, you're waiting for any of these guys to have a big game. Um, Juju, I don't know, could be trusted, I think, at this point by Mahomes. I guess, I get to me, their salvation on offense, which is ironic given who these Chiefs have been for the last half decade, is the versatility in the backfield. Those guys, I know yep. fungible running backs are fungible and all that, but think about what they can do. Um, and and the different looks they can give you out of the backfield. I think that that's what yeah. makes this offense remain kind of formidable more than any of the pass catchers. Right. All right. Well, let's go to your team. Well, Shaq. not Travis Kelsey, obviously, but you're getting seven at Miami. Steelers are 45 is the over under. Um, I'm going to simplify. I, I couldn't find a lot of good trends for the Steelers. I found that Miami's 06 and one against the spread in their last seven October games. So I don't know how much. Uh, how closely they're paying attention to the calendar, but that is what it is. I just think seven's too many points for a 2022 NFL quarterback to cover, Mm. let alone one that's coming back from a head injury and, you know, three game losing streak to boot Steelers with whoever they're putting out there on defense, only allowing 24 points a game. I think they could score at least 17 chase Claypool back. Talk about receivers, middling receivers who stepped it up. Pretty good game last (laughs) week, 96 yards, seven receptions. 
who starts, Shaq? Because I have the Dolphins winning, but only 26-22. Well, so many moving parts. It's hard for me really to have a, a solid opinion about how this one is going. It does look like the Steelers are getting closer to healthy um, defensively. Um, I, you know, the, I, for me, it's it's what's the frame of mind to Tua? Patrick playing, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds like he's going to play. Akila Witherspoon's going to play. Mm. So they're getting right on the back end a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I think it comes down to what's what's Tua's frame of mind here. I'm way too classy a guy to be to to be sad that Jalen Waddell is tracking two playing because there was a chance that he might not play. But of course, I'm, I'm a class act, <laughs> and so I want the the Dolphins or any foe fully healthy. Um, I didn't get a pit in my stomach when I saw, yeah, it looks like Waddle's going to play at all because I'm classy, like I say. But Tua, you know, I don't, I don't know what's in that guy's head. I mean, how confident is he going to be? How how focused in on, um, you know, the the play action fakes and strikes downfield versus like, hey, Larry Ogunjobi's bearing down on me. I don't want to take another shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's probably not great. So. All right, I'll take the Steelers plus. Oh, he's finally doing it, Mark. I don't know what. How, how do I know? How, how can anybody know what two is going to do if he if he if somebody gives him a shot in the first quarter? Well, what about your guy? So it's going to be it's going to be Pickett. Love it. It's Pickett. Yeah, it's, it's with two concussion quarterbacks uh, playing in this game, right? You love it, uh, Martin. You love the Steelers pick. Oh no, I just I love that bullying works. That's you know, after week after week. After the t- week we gotta get the week. t-shirts ready. You know, he could finally, finally pick the Steelers. Unfortunately, he picked them on the wrong week. The Dolphins are gonna uh, cover the seven. Mm, I've been on the Dolphins might. the last. I, I've been on the Dolphins all season. The biggest concern: they can't keep a quarterback healthy. Like I know that we talk about Tua and and his his head is you know his, his head injury, but th- they've also lost two other ones to the point where Tua is now like. Coming back almost in it, it's very timely because otherwise they wouldn't. Ha- you'd be really concerned about who's going to start this game, which backup is less hurt to come in mm-hmm. and start. If they can keep Tua upright, I think they'll win this game. But the Steelers had their 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 motivational moment last week. This is prime letdown space. Yeah, you agree Such with that, Sal? Well, I I just. Steelers. No, I'm taking the Steelers, but I do I do see what Martin's saying. So they're playing two Florida teams, right? The Tampa team, the superior team, who they're a ten point underdog to. They beat, and now all of a sudden it's shifted. That's that's now going to move like seventeen points off the whatever. And 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 I don't know. Miami's favored by seven. Like it, it's a little bit trappish. I I want to make a case for the Steelers scoring points, but that that's always the hard part of this, right? I would like tops in the league against run de- against the run. Uh, bottom of the league, running the football. You wait for Najee Harris to break out, but I'm not sure it's going to happen. Babyface, what are you going this way on this game? I like the Steelers this week, and I, I uh, did you guys mention it's a Brian Flores revenge game? Oh right, oh that's and, uh, of course that's a big Steelers one. Yeah. defense, just like we saw last week with Wink Martindale against uh, going going against his former team. I, I do mm-hmm. think that matters to to this prideful defensive team that has been decimated with injuries and uh, does not does not like that the black and gold wave, wow. right? No, no indeed, and. I, I think the point is, I think the uh, as you say, can you talk yourself into the Steelers uh, scoring points? You know, it's not a small matter that they played at Buffalo and then just played Tampa Bay. Maybe that 
affects the point total for the sure. Steelers offense, they should have a, a little bit easier time making some hay on the ground, right? So I, I you would think that, you know, the higher the point total gets, that's in a weird way that helps the Steelers plus seven, I guess. I, I just, well, I don't know what Tua's frame of mind is going to be. Is he going to be out mm. there? Because like, as, to Marty's point, it wouldn't stun me if it was like 40 to 17, Mm-hmm. You know, that the Dolphins just house them if they look like they did in the first couple of weeks of the season. I just don't know if two is right to be out there doing that kind of stuff. Well, it's a night game, so it has to suck. So 40 to 17 might be <laughs> one way to get there. Um, I'll tell you one thing that doesn't suck. Our pups of the week. Oh, award winning. Have we hit one in a while? I don't know. Has I hit one. Weeks? I told you the Falcons. Oh, Falcons was last week. That's right. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. I had one the week the, before. Yeah. No, Mark, we were on the Panthers over the uh, the Niners, weren't we? We picked against no, the Niners. I wasn't. No, no, you and Dave were on the Panthers over the Niners, and I said oh, that was ridiculous. Crap. That's the week that I oh. hit mine and then picked the Panthers, and they lost to okay. the Rams while Dave hit the Falcons. So it's just, yeah. it's just me that's terrible at this. All right, I should have I let it <laughs> Um All right, Martin, give us your pop of the week. I know who he's going to go. Can I tell you who, who uh, this, this is, is a fun new game? This is an underdog of plus 150 or more, although I violated that by $2 last week uh, to win outright. Go ahead, Jack. Who does Mark? Go ahead, Dave. Who am I going to guess? The Seattle Seahawks. Again, again, you guys guessed my second choice. That was my second Mm. one. My number one, I'm I'm definitely playing the Seahawks money line. My number one, I'm going with the Detroit Lions. They're going to win outright, and this is going to spawn the quarterback controversy that's going to drive me insane until Thanksgiving <laughs> because they're going to be talking about Cooper Rush would have won that game because Dak's going to have a, like a, a, a costly fumble or interception or something in a shootout. It's going to be it's going to be a very high scoring game and a game that Cooper Rush would have never been able to keep up in. But Dak's going to make one critical error and I'll have to hear about it until the turkey's on the table. And uh, so I'm going with the Lions here. Dan Campbell with the first road game. Let me tell you, if the Lions do win this game, it almost has to be Dak's fault. Now, I I get it. Like Zeke could put the ball on the turf three times and then I'm, I'm wrong, but won't make a difference. You're right. Right. It's It'll be Dak's fault. Mean, it no will not make what, a single difference. Away. It will be Dak's fault, mm. especially because he was trying to push and get back. He's throwing the ball left-handed. Ask my receivers how how much velocity I got on the ball. Uh, I can oh, just see man. Jerry now. Don't even put this out. The there. whole Don't roster circled out, its wagons around Cooper Rush, but with Dak back in there, it it it, uh, exactly. it changed the dynamic. That will be the story if they lose uh, the game. No, right? No, all right, it's not gonna be a story. Well, come on, poo poo. No, come on. All right, check. Well, I'll tell you, Martin, uh, your pick for Martin's pop. Is my pick, Shaq. Seattle. Ah. They were plus 210. They're plus 196 against your Chargers. I just don't like the way this Chargers team is playing. I don't think they should be close to a three to one favorite over anyone. Um, a lot of Seahawks fans are going to make their way to SoFi. Our friend Tall John will be there. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm as down on this Chargers team as you are the Chiefs, but. Just, I think people have the idea that Herbert's going to sit back there and throw for four touchdowns and 350 yards. It's not that kind of year yet. Maybe, maybe they get healthy and, and that'll happen eventually, but they haven't played well. They don't even have a kicker, which seems fine for Staley, who wants to go for it on four. You think Staley gets mad when they make, they convert third and one? I was, I was, wondering, I was like thinking about it. You think he's like, oh, damn, what, what am I supposed to do now for the next two downs? doesn't make any sense. Geno Smith, nine touchdowns, two interceptions, 73% plus um, uh, completion percentage. 
They average 124 rushing yards a game. They're going to keep Chargers honest. 27-23, the Hawks take it at SoFi. Sheck, I know you hate that pick. I don't hate it. I just wonder when, you know, we keep talking about Cooper Rush turning into a pumpkin. But it's funny how we just accept things. If we see him for like two weeks, three weeks in a row, they just become our new reality. And we Mm -hmm. don't really bat much of an eye. Like the Patriots at home, we're laying eight. Now it's down to seven and a half. I know the Bears are an atrocity, but... Um, now we just accept that the Patriots are going to start housing lesser foes. That's that's weird given where they were a couple of weeks ago. That's not my pick. Uh, but as far as that goes, Geno Smith, I mean, how far is this thing going to go now? Geno Smith is now Jim Plunkett of the 21st one more century? One more week it'll go. I'll tell you. No, it's dig your heels in week. I already told you that. The okay. Chargers are a winner. Keenan Allen, you talk about the pieces that they're going to get back. It looks like Keenan Allen's tracking towards playing. That will be a major factor. He's one of the five best pass catchers in the NFL. Of course, it'll make a difference when he gets back out there for Justin Herbert and open it up with Mike Williams. Now we're cooking with gas on that mm-hmm. offense, but that's not my pick. I don't like any of these games out here. Tempted to take the commies with a new look QB in there. Carson Wentz has put up numbers. He hasn't put up W's anywhere except on the side of his helmet. Hideous as it is in our nation's <laughs> capital this year. The Packers have struggled, but the Packers are going to get right this week. I have no choice. I got to take the Steelers. Oh, really? Okay. What am I supposed to do? There's no, there, there are no good ones on the board this well, week. There are no I'll, good upsets. I'm going to argue with you here because, Martin, you know that six and a half, seven point spread? It makes everybody who plays teasers like me, all the idiots out there who want to take that spread from six and a half to zero, and you can if you find a dance oh, partner yeah. for it, a two teamer. I think out of all these teams, Patriots over the Bears, Dolphins over the Steelers. Uh, Chargers over the Seahawks, Raiders over the Texans, Cowboys over the Lions, Ravens over the Browns, Bengals over the Falcons. That's what, seven or eight six-point favorites are right in that range? Mm-hmm. I think at least yeah. two of those lose, Shaq. I think you got a, I think right. you got your pick of the litter there. You could take uh, I, the Falcons. I, I, like I think Martin. more. I think there's a couple of those going down, two or three. You just got to figure out which ones. Marty? I would. I think, oh, I think you were going. I, I just. I hate the chaos. No. We can't. This chaos cannot continue. At some point, things need to solidify and turn into yeah. jello already, instead of just disparate random parts all mixed together. It's. A, it's got to solidify it, to some degree. It, it There'll be some variation. Jello hey, jiggles. I'm telling you, the more teams that run out in twenty-one with two tight ends and or, or two mm-hmm. a tight end and a fullback and a running back, those are the teams that are having offensive success right now. Like if that, yeah. if, okay. if you yeah. just follow down that trend. Like if you, Justin Herbert throwing the ball fifty-seven times for ninety-nine yards. This ain't the the the, the twenty-twenty NFL right now with the safeties. Is the way they're playing defense. If you can play, if you can run the ball four yards and, and play like it's you know the, the mid two thousands, then you're going to be successful. At least that's to me has been the takeaway from this season. I know everybody's saying it's boring because it's not, but it's, it's part of the reason it's boring because there's no big plays. The game of tug no, of war is just wanna, going slower, that's slower, it. slower, slower, slower. You're right. The red zone channel, it's not even the red zone channel is not that exciting. It's uh, mostly kicks we're seeing, but you're right. Here's what I will say to to Marty's point, which is right, is um, that if you're looking for the through line of the successful teams, nothing is 100 percent spot on. But right. The teams that can run. I'll tell you, did you watch Brian Robinson in the second half last Thursday Mm -hmm. night? That's a difference maker. You could really beat up and grind out some games that way. I just can't talk myself into 
this swoon for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers for much longer. I mean, they're just right. two. It's not. It's not twelve. It's not like he's carrying the day for for Green Bay's hopes and fortunes. There, that that roster's too good for it to continue to. Should to, be should be get yeah. right for some teams, but as we mentioned, those seven point six and a half point favorites, uh, like three. I, I predict three. Give us a nice lose. teaser, Sal. A lot of them give will us, be give Seattle. Give us your special teaser. No, I'm okay. saying stay away from that teaser. I don't. I, I don't like anything. I, I got bit with the Bucks and the Packers last week. I got to stay away from that. I got to take teams like the Seahawks. God help. So, t- so boost the Lions up to a ridiculous number then, and pair nah, with somebody else. I'm not going to root for that. I'm not going to root for that. Listen, minus three, Kevin Hench. I heard he went crazy recapping a um, uh, citizen's arrest he made uh, at the Corona. Oh my god! Period. It was a crazy episode. We we went. Okay. I'll pull back the uh, the curtain quickly. We we went so long that we ended up having to cut out about twenty minutes. It really? Just, it was it was a marathon, even by our standards. Um, but it was it was a divine. I think the final product, I think if you give it a listen, you will agree that it was uh, it was lots of fun. Hench ranting and raving like a right. lunatic and all the best bets out there. Some fun segments. Give it a listen. We'll What's the 20 minutes I got cut? Is, is it Hench? Is it all Hench talking? Well, actually, we you know, as we do on Spotify Live every Tuesday night, we play yeah. Mr. Lister, the category based yeah. sports trivia game. Oh, so I thought it would be fun. That. Well, Hedge is, you know, Hedge is a ringer, as you know. Uh, he's as good at sports trivia as any right. human being I've ever met in my life. So I go. revisited a question that Spaghetti did just the night before to see if Hedge could beat him at the category Spaghetti just looked at. And mm-hmm. it was pretty tight. But but Spaghetti won that one. To his All price. right. Good job, Spaghetti. Things are looking up for you with your Yankees. And, uh, oh, the Knicks blew it. That was uh, that was something. Talk about that. Just, it just seems like the same. John Next Man. episode, what we got to get into these NHL reverse uniforms. These were glory. We got to get Meatball's opinion on these. He loves collecting all those sweaters. We got to get his best and worst of those. Then you wonder why you're 40 minutes long because you're talking That's about right. NHL sweaters. All right. There yeah, you go. Uh, Martin, Lemon Pepper Parlay, you and Will Blackman, you break it down. Lots of fun there in that episode, right? Oh, yeah. Let's, you know, Will's still over in London. So the time change, it's an interesting oh, yeah. dichotomy because I think he's been up a little bit longer than I have. He's he's, he's got a little bit of spunk and energy. He's, he's, that's <laughs> a, that, Will Blackman's a character, I'll tell you that. It's all the tea and scones. He's very exciting. We're going to get his picture on the website. I don't know what happened there, but he's definitely supposed to be on Yeah, there. Salvatore, oh, he's great. coming Let's- for you. He called me out in the beginning and the end. I was like, oh, great. This has nothing to do with me. He provided his headshot. Uh <laughs> Some guys are slow at the website, but it's coming up. William hey. Blackman enjoys his grapes. That's probably what he's doing oh, over there right. in the UK by the oh, time the you're line, getting yeah. him on the line. For sure. Uh, Waiver Wired, uh, Jen Piacenti, uh, Eddie Spaghetti. All your fantasy needs are tended to there. Megan Fun of Sports. We have covered in glory our soccer podcast. What am I missing? Against all odds, we're going to go over all the uh, week seven games coming up and uh that'll do it all i want to thank cornell beecham our first nil guest reigning division three wrestling champ and all-purpose yard leader in uh division three football good job by cornell beecham and clippers uh, minus five and a half tonight is that what your pick is all right no my pick is the same so i figured that's what we're going to the graphic but you know we're playing basketball too so i'm gonna go clippers minus five and a half little bonus pick from martin want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember you're all my favorites. 